When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Go long. This could be Tom's last one. He's almost 40. That's like 80 in people years. Yeah, we're 80 in people years. I just really need this trip. And get ready for music's biggest night. It is the greatest year of album nominees ever. I, I don't even understand how anybody's going to handle that drama or that tension. I'm Sam Heifel from Entertainment Weekly, filling in for Jared Hall. And here's what to watch this weekend, Friday, February 3rd to Sunday, February 5th. We're counting down the weekend's top five must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. It seems we all have Megan Mullally to thank for Nick Offerman's moving performance in episode three of The Last of Us. Offerman recently told Jimmy Kimmel that his wife was the reason he decided to take on the role in the HBO series. After reading the script, Mullally told Offerman, quote, you're going to Calgary, buddy. Have fun. You have to do this. And man, was she right. An even bigger treasure hunt, a terrifying new villain, and plenty of romantic intrigue. Netflix has released the first full-length trailer for season three of its hit series, Outer Banks. The sun-soaked trailer features John B. finally reuniting with his presumed dead father, and Sarah coming face-to-face with her own fugitive father. So it's safe to say the Pogues will be dealing with a lot of daddy drama when the new episodes hit Netflix on February 23rd. Ozzy Osbourne has retired from touring. The legendary Black Sabbath frontman announced that he's retiring from touring due to ongoing health issues related to a spinal injury that he re-aggravated in 2019. The remaining UK and European dates of his current tour have been canceled. Quote, this is probably one of the hardest things I've ever had to share with my loyal fans, Osborne wrote in a social media statement. Never would I have imagined that my touring days would have ended this way. My team is currently coming up with ideas for where I will be able to perform without having to travel from city to city and country to country. He ended his statement with, I love you all. For more on all of these stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more, head to EW.com. Get ready for the return of 1923. Their winter hiatus has come to an end, but the bone-chilling storylines keep coming. Last episode, we saw Spencer absorb the agony of the news that his brother passed. He was also warned of other attacks set out on his family. Here's Harrison Ford, a.k.a. Jacob Dutton, on The Late Show revealing how he got the role. To me, I mean, I, I, I watched uh, some of Yellowstone. I, saw, I watched Yellowstone, and then yeah. 1883 came along, and yeah. I watched that. Yeah. And uh, and then I got this uh, um, suggestion that uh, Taylor Sheridan might want to uh, do something with me, and uh, but there was no script. But he had already uh, um, uh, talked to Helen. Mirren. Helen Mirren. Helen Mirren. Which was a big draw for me, and yeah. uh, and then he developed a great script, and uh, and it's, I understand he got you down to his place in Texas, I and would. he used underhanded means to get you to say no, yes I, without I, any... No, he poured overhand. <laughs> Seems like a decent way to convince an actor to take a role, right? Watch Ford, Mirren, and the rest of the gang in the new episode of 1923, streaming Sunday on Paramount+. Plus. Our next pick will tug at your heartstrings. It's the series premiere of Dear Edward. 
A young boy named Edward has just survived a plane crash that killed his entire family. Now his aunt, played by Taylor Schilling, is his legal guardian and is committed to providing a good life for him, while also grieving the loss of her sister and dealing with the influx of messages of hope and healing she's receiving addressed to Edward. The heartwarming and devastating story is based on a novel of the same name. Here's a sneak peek. Mom, I've been wondering, uh, is everything, like, has everything been, um, okay? What do you mean? Like, between you and Dad. Of course. Like your relationship. Honey, we have a wonderful relationship. You know that. Okay, it just seems like he's been away a lot lately. Well, that is true. He's been away on business. You know, I mean, he is an excellent provider for our family, so... Yeah, I'm not saying he's not. I'm just... Well, he's always worked very hard. I know, I'm just a little worried about you. Why? Honey, I'm fine. This was always the plan. Work hard, and then the plan is when he retires, we get to do all the fun things. We get to go on the Alaska cruise. Right. We get to go on the bike ride across Scandinavia, the river tour, and you all the things. Yeah? Don't worry about me. You know what you should worry about. I need shoes. Connie Britton also stars in the tale of family, love, and loss. Watch the series premiere of Dear Edward. The first three episodes are streaming now on Apple TV+. Our next pick is a touchdown for the ages. It's the premiere of 80 for Brady. Four Hollywood legends, Lily Tomlin, Jane Fonda, Sally Fields, and Rita Moreno, star in the new road trip comedy about a group of girlfriends with the desire to shake up their everyday lives and a passion for NFL quarterback Tom Brady. Brady and the Patriots are headed to the Super Bowl, and so are the girls when they decide to hit the road and fulfill their dreams of seeing their favorite player in the biggest game of the year. Here's a preview. Game's about to start. There's Tom. Oh, oh what a beautiful man. I like Gronkowski. We know, Trish. We've all read your Gronk erotica. It's not erotica. It's fan fiction. Very sexy fan fiction. Aren't you tired of the same old boring lives? Let's go to the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl is no place for four old women. This could be Tom's last one. He's almost 40. That's like 80 in people years. Yeah, we're 80 in people years. I just really need this trip. I can't believe we're actually here. Taking this one. He's cute. So you don't have any tickets? How much for four? 10,000. 10,000? Well, I have a 20 in my strap-on. That's a fanny pack. If you wear it like this, it's a strap-on. Wow. It is so great to meet you. Beauty has no expiration date. Trish. I didn't flirt. He did. There's so much here to do. We could even win these tickets. This is a Spicy Wings contest. Bring the pain! I could use a little spice. I know her! You black out, who you want me to call? An ambulance? Ow! If you did this to give us something to remember, hi, honey, it worked. Do you think you could get us in? Follow me. These are my dancers. Prove it. What dance moves you ladies know? A twist. A jerk? Let's do it. Hey! Gronk. Hi. So big. Thank you. Isn't that what friendship is? That we face the unknown together? Let's go, Golden Girls. Come with me. Go all the way and watch the premiere of 80 for Brady in theaters now. 
It's trivia time. Tom Brady famously retired in 2022, only to return to the NFL a month later. This week, after the Tampa Bay Buccaneers lost in the playoffs, he announced his retirement from pro ball for good. Which of Brady's former teammates also came out of retirement? Was it tight end Rob Gronkowski, receiver Danny Amendola, or offensive tackle Matt Light? Stick around for the answer. Number two. From one group of besties going on a road trip to another group trying to live their best lives, it's time for the season premiere of Harlem. The prime video comedy series centers on Camille, Ty, Quinn, and Angie, four 30-something best friends living in Harlem. At the beginning of the new season, Camille has just kissed her engaged ex. Quinn is about to go on her first date with another woman. Angie is taking advice from a psychic about her love life, and Ty is there to help her friends. Megan Good, who plays Camille, and Jerry Johnson, who plays Ty, sat down with EW and gave a preview of what fans can expect for the new season. Take a listen. You know, in season one, we establish who they are. In season two, we're actually living life with them, so we can see them growing, learning, um, you know, making mistakes, failing at times, um, discovering themselves, discovering who they are, discovering who they're not. Um, and I think that you just overall get a really, really fun ride that is kind of like all over the place in the best way, in a very, very real and tangible way, but also in a way that will make you laugh, a way that will make you cry, and a way that will make you feel like, oh my God, I totally get this, and I understand this, or I've been there, or my sister just went through this, mm-hmm. or whatever, maybe. Yeah, I agree. I think um, fans have to look forward to real conversations. I think they have to look forward to um turning off whatever last episode is available at that time and having real conversations with their friends about Mm -hmm. experiences that they may have had that that maybe they didn't think they had the space um, or the energy or whatever to um, talk about freely and for them to then talk about it freely. You can look forward to all that and more on season two of Harlem. The first two episodes are streaming now on Prime Video. For our soundbite of the week, we're heading from Harlem down to 30 Rock with a hilarious clip from last Saturday's SNL. In this sketch, Bowen Yang and host Michael B. Jordan are recording some voiceover for a violent video game. And clearly Yang's character has also been obsessed with the bear. Let's take a listen. I guess we were looking for more grunts, you know? You're fighting, you're in pain. Oh, I see. So maybe do it like you're fighting or you're in pain. Oh, okay, got it, got it, got it. No, no, Trace, you don't need to change what you were doing, but Danny, maybe it's more aggressive, animalistic, that kind of thing. Mm, yes, chef. (laughs) Stick around for our number one pick. What to Watch will be right back. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. R.J. Cutler directed Murph the Smurf, a series that tells the wild story of infamous jewel thief Jack Roland Murphy, which you can watch the premiere of on MGM Plus at 10 on Sunday. We asked Cutler what he's currently watching and loving, and here's what he had to say. 
First up, The Sopranos season four. I binged it this weekend, not sure where the time came from, but I think once you commit to a Sopranos binge, the universe just creates time for you. The series peaked in popularity season four and the art rose to the occasion. From Christopher's drug addiction to Junior's trial, from Adriana's getting into bed with the FBI to Carmela's emotional love affair with Furio and Tony's with Piomai, from the Esplanade to Johnny Sack giving the go-ahead to Tony to do away with Carmine, this season is a symphony of greatness. And it all culminates in the episode called White Caps. Have a look, you won't be sorry. Next, I have the great privilege every year of watching a lot of my documentary colleagues work and this year was yet another high water mark in the art of documentary filmmaking. Andy Timoner's Last Flight Home, Laura Poitras's The Beauty and the Bloodshed, Brett Morgan's Moon Age Daydream, and Matthew Heineman's Retrograde were among my personal faves. But my number one doc of the year, especially my number one doc of the year that I wish had received far more love come award season, was Turn Every Page, Lizzie Gottlieb's portrait of the relationship between her father, Robert Gottlieb, the legendary book editor, and Robert Caro, the legendary historian. A doc about a book editor and an historian, you ask? How could that be riveting, thrilling, delightful, and moving? Check it out and see for yourself. I super duper promise you'll be happy that you did. And third up, Fleischman is in trouble on FX. Based on the 2019 novel and adapted for television by the author, this look at modern marriage and the midlife crisis is brilliantly written, stunningly performed, pristinely directed, and a home run in every way. What it has to say about narrative and narrative expectation is also hugely insightful and extremely refreshing. I started watching it one night and binged it over the next few days until I was done. My wife said watching it, watching it has made me a better husband and if that isn't enough to get you in front of a screen to check it out, I don't know what will be. She doesn't say things like that a lot. And that's what I'm watching. Will it be Harry, Beyonce, or Adele who will take home the night's biggest awards? We'll have to watch and see on our number one pick, the 65th Annual Grammy Awards, airing live from the Crypto.com Arena in Los Angeles. This year's ceremony will be hosted once again by Trevor Noah and will feature performances from Harry Styles, Lizzo, Bad Bunny, Kim Petras, Mary J. Blige, and more. Cardi B and Olivia Rodrigo are amongst the presenters, along with LL Cool J, who will be presenting a special segment on the history of hip-hop, and Casey Musgraves, who will honor Loretta Lynn in the In Memoriam segment. EW spoke with Trevor Noah for the Awardist podcast and asked if we'll ever hear a musical rendition come from the host himself. Last year, obviously, you know, I got to handle my my beef with um with Bruno and Anderson Park, you know, with Silk Sonic. Yeah, I was yeah. cut. I was cut out of the group, and um, we've we've handled that offline. And so, <laughs> I think I think this year, you know, I'll I'll chat to a few people. You know, I you know Lizzo's going to be in the building. Yeah, you know, I know she she can always do. You know, she was she's always there to help like a, a backup dancer or somebody with a little talent. So so maybe I'll see if she has something for me and then uh you know, I'll I'll go from there. I'll go from there. But I, I'm also not the kind of person to upstage anybody, you know, on their night especially. You know, and people saying, Oh wow, that was such an amazing performance from Trevor and then they forget about all the amazing <laughs> album of the year nominees. I mean, it is it is the greatest year of album nominees ever. I I don't even understand how anybody's gonna handle that drama or that tension. So so yeah, I'll save my singing for this year. And let everybody have their moment. And then, you yeah. know, maybe next year I'll, I'll, I'll start, you know, mixing things up. And some new golden gramophones will be given out this year for categories like Best Alternative Music Performance and Best Spoken Word Poetry Album. 
And is there a possible Taylor Swift or Beyonce performance on the horizon? See who takes a coveted Album of the Year award on the Grammys this Sunday at 8 on CBS. And finally today, the answer to our trivia question. Which of Tom Brady's former teammates also came out of retirement? Rob Gronkowski, Danny Amendola, or Matt Light? It was Rob Gronkowski. Gronk came out of retirement to reunite with Brady on the Bucks. He retired again last year. That is our show for this weekend. We'll have more news and must-see picks for you next week, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm senior TV editor Sam Heifel. You can find us on Twitter at EW and at Sam Heifel. Thanks for listening, and have a great weekend. This episode of What to Watch was written by Callie Shep and EW Staffers, hosted by Samantha Heifel, produced by Ashley Boucher and Jarrett Hall, edited by Sammy Junio, and executive produced by Chanel Johnson. What to watch.